Beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, a most blessed feast day to all of you, this great feast of Holy Nicholas. Also, uh, we wish the great blessings upon the parishes of St. Nicholas, uh, parishes, St. Nicholas one in Anchorage, Alaska, our parish there, and our parish in Fontana, we have two. Such a popular name to be named after. Last Sunday, or Saturday evening at dinner with my family, uh, we had a little gathering as we usually do on Saturday night, and, and we were talking and sharing, and one of my um, granddaughters, the, the, the younger granddaughter, the four-year-old, she pops up with like an epiphany, and she says to everybody, I know who Santa Claus is, and she's looking at me, and I go, who? St. Nicholas. She was just shaking with excitement. I know the great mystery. And when she had said that, I thought to myself, how many generations of children and adults have had that same excitement and zeal about St. Nicholas? Even when he walked the earth, people gathered around him in excitement. In our first gospel today, we hear about Jesus ministering to his flock, his creation. His people, He created, and He was healing them. The second gospel we had, which is for St. Nicholas, is one that's read for wonder workers. But there's another gospel that I would think would be just as appropriate. And that would be the gospel where Jesus asked Peter, do you not deny me three times? Not because Nicholas denied our Lord but because what the question was asked and what the response was. He would ask Peter, do you love me? And Peter would say, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus' response was, then feed my sheep. My sheep, not your sheep. If it was his own sheep, Nicholas's sheep, you would tend up to be filled with pride as if you had something to do with it. But St. Nicholas, like Peter, recognized that the flock that was entrusted to his care belonged to Christ. And the love that he professed to God manifested itself in his love to the sheep that he was in charge of while he walked the earth. He would help all kinds of people out of this font of love. He would help those in financial difficulties. He would help those in family difficulties. He would help those in difficulties of, of, of the government or whatever situation, or peril to life and limb. He took no concern for himself. He was born a wealthy young man. But when his parents died, he gave it all away and committed himself completely to the chief shepherd. His heart, his mind, his soul was so focused on Christ, by showing his love for the sheep, 
that he gave no thought to anything of himself, what might happen to him. As we heard in the Synaxarian this morning, he was arrested underneath during the time of Diocletian and Maximian. But that didn't stop him. He didn't walk around in fear. He went out when he was done and boldly continued on. He wasn't worried about the money that he gave away to help somebody. He knew money would come back. He lived without fear. Because he had the utter, utter conviction of the one he professed. And because he had this great trust and he had no fear, he could live a life of joy and peace. And his whole focus, because it was love for Christ's sheep, it was a love outward and not a self-love inward, he could do amazing things. Come to people while they, in their dreams, even while he was still walking the earth. Be in different places at the same time. Showing up at the right time or sending a gift in need in the right time. He was so in tune with God because he wasn't caught up in the hysteria of the life around him. When you live without fear and with deep love, you're unstoppable in doing the works of God. St. Nicholas did not leave us any writings. We have no theological works from him. We have no great homilies from him, a collection of any of those. But we have as a collection of the virtuous acts that he's committed, that he carried out in his life. And the truth that these acts were part of who he was is reverberates throughout history to my little granddaughter who screams out, St. Nicholas. She screamed it out with such joy as if he walked into the room. And that's because he is there. And he is here. Because as I say all the time, our God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And he is present wherever God is present. Because he is taken up into God. Just as all the saints are with us during this divine liturgy. He's here now. He's in our homes when we venerate His icon. He's in our homes when we sing our hymns to Him. He's in our homes when we set out our little gifts. He's in our homes whenever we do those charitable things that He Himself did. He is alive and present. And we know that He's not just some fictitious thing that is just total do-gooder, never does wrong, because we see a glimpse of his humanity. Darn it, he was human. In his zeal, when he was at the Council of Nicaea, taking his hand and striking the face of Arius. Not the right thing to do. The fathers corrected him, removed his Episcopal garments, but he was exonerated. God exonerated him through the dreams of the certain bishops, and they reinstated him. But it shows that, you know, with all this wonderful working things, he, he is not quite perfect. He's real. I can relate to him. But yet he was so filled with love that all these acts continue on today. So we've had generation after generation after generation 
of men, women, and children calling out upon him. Vocations you know, of you know, policemen, countries, churches, everything named after him or having him as their patron. This wouldn't happen if he didn't really exist. And he shows that how, in the heart of man, we aspire to the virtuous life. We're attracted to those things, those virtuous men and women who showed us a glimpse of what Christ, who Christ is, what Christ does. St. Nicholas had the same gift of the Holy Spirit when he was chrismated as we have. He worked under the same power of the Holy Spirit as we do. There is absolutely nothing lacking in him sacramentally that we don't have. But there is one thing that's missing Today. And I believe it was St. Seraphim of Seraph was asked, what is lacking in the Christians of today that was present in the Christians of the early church? And he said, only one thing is lacking, only one thing, a firm resolve, a firm resolve to live that life that Christ has called us to. Which requires an utter conviction of who Christ is and the determination to live that life that he is called. And this is how St. Nicholas lived his life. With that utter conviction and that firm resolve of who he was in Christ and what he was called to do. And so he would go out and give of himself in whatever capacity he could to everyone around him. He lived out those words that Jesus says, clothe the naked, feed the hungry, visit the sick and infirmed and imprisoned, give drink to those who are thirsty. He did all that beautifully, without any thought of the cost of himself. That's what makes a man holy, a woman holy. Doing these things without counting the cost to yourself, but giving completely to the other. When we give completely, then we are tending to Christ's flock. We're not trying to make it our own, where I can gain some sort of pride. We recognize everything we do is for gain for Christ. All the power is for the power for Christ. All the virtue is virtue for Christ. All the love is the love for Christ. This is who we are celebrating this day. A wonderful wonder worker. A man grounded in Christ. Who gave himself completely to him. And in that, he gave himself completely to all those around. So big was his heart that his virtuous deeds continue this day. As men and women 
recount throughout the centuries of how Nicholas has appeared to them and aided them in their different times of need, how he's protected the children, the widow, the orphan, the man striving to help his family. This is a man we want to emulate. And he is alive and present today to guide us, to show us the way. Let us profit ourselves and let us profit those around us by striving for that same virtue of love for others, for living with the same resolve and the same conviction as in, in the early church. If we do this, my goodness, we would truly change the world. St. Nicholas died in 343, and yet his actions continue out throughout history to our very day, to this very moment. Churches across the country, churches throughout the world, have decorated their homes and their their rectories and churches in celebration of this great man. We celebrate him for what he has shown us, but more importantly, who he has shown us to follow. Truly a great feast. St. Nicholas the Wonder Worker is in our midst, giving us his love, giving us his direction and his encouragement. A blessed feast day to all of you. And may that light and love that's in Holy Nicholas shine in your hearts and from your hearts to those out in the world.